Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast about how all our problems with the environment is just the result of individual people littering, and nothing else. <laughs> it's just it. If everybody picks up their trash, everything will be fine. I'm Mike, and uh, joining me, we've got Emily. Hey, and apparently um, Rita dealing with toxic waste pollution also isn't bad, because nobody stepped in when that happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to what the fuck the deal is with the this new friend <laughs> we're gonna meet this week. Uh, oh, joining I love us, A-10. joining us as well uh, is Fabby. Hey, I'm very mad because I started watching the next episode instead of this one. In that episode, Cassie, uh, Cassie has a girlfriend, and they're making a band together. And then, like, there's like drama. It's great and gay, and Skull is kind of hot, but that might just be me. <laughs> wow, it has a weird a outfit. So I was like, <laughs> there's two really good bad songs in it, and the first like two minutes and then it was like no it's the wrong episode but this one has a magic ecology kid so yeah so it's, this is like sort of forest nymph i i, I think that the yeah. next episode sounds pretty sick but this one is yeah i like we'll get to one. it but i like it a lot <laughs> i think power rangers has been getting to the point where it's good but it's good because it's just doing shit while explaining things and it's just no fuck it Okay, let's introduce our last person. Have we? I was done gonna that? say it's just. I was gonna say, Fabi, you're valid. the The thing is, uh, Jason Narvi and Paul Schreier are good looking dudes. I think. Wait till it's next episode. It's just that Bulk and Skull are not. <laughs> Bulk is wearing a dreads uh, thing, so that's Whoa, bad. But Skull no. looks great. Oh. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, let's welcome back to the show our friend Holly. Hello. Hey. Hey. I was here the last episode you were in. I'm pretty sure. How long has it been? Oh, why? I it was episode twenty five. I was on. I'm pretty sure. It doesn't feel like it's been that long ago, but I guess. It oh has no, it was been. episode twenty four. Vanishing Act, the second one with the oh, uh, Phantom that Ranger. That long ago? What it was, was ten that? weeks. Thirty six. Are talking oh, episodes? Episode twenty five of season one, or it was the tw- second episode with the Phantom Ranger. Oh, okay. When you said episode 25, I was like, episode 25? <laughs> we're going to go down in five years? Michael. 
I didn't know any of you four years ago when you did that. That's why I was confused. I was like, wait, wait, hold on. Am I going insane? Oh, let me just. Oh, God, it was so much more than four silent. years ago. <laughs> What's up, hon? Oh, my phone went off. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, no, that's fine. Delete this, fine. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he, he won't edit out anything. Don't God worry. damn it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, Holly, uh-huh. um, because there has been an amount of time between the last time you were on and this time, any amount of time at all, uh, I'm obligated to ask you, has anything Power Rangers related happened to you since then? I mean... Out of out of a f- feeling of obligation and morbid curiosity, I did in fact watch the episode where they all got baked into a pizza. That's um, a good episode. It's, it's so good. Good. I want this to be best. known. I am Fabby. I'm the number one uh, pizza episode stand. That episode is so good. If it weren't for that episode, this would be the best episode of the Power Rangers I've watched, but that was so fucking good. You need to good. watch I, the robot episode. You need to watch the robot it, episode. It's, that's the it's, one it's that funny Zach that you, you say that, Holly, because this, this episode's my favorite. I like this one more than the pizza one. I like pizza. It goes pizza, robot, this one for me. That's this- fair. This is the weird thing about Turbo and the weird way that our podcast has reacted to Turbo as a season. On the one hand, we have a few members of the podcast that hate this season, but they Mm -hmm. just haven't been around because they hate this season. And those of us who are still here fucking love it. (laughs) Like, I'll tell you folks right now, when we get to the end of the year and we get to the teenies for best episode, that shit's going to be just Uh a slobber knocker. That thing, like, it is. It's going to be a There are so many contenders. That doesn't. That sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> that's, that's a fucking. It's fucking Tommy Knockers. Tommy Knockers. It's 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 a wrestling like wrestling and also boxing the metaphor turn the phrase yeah. word yeah yeah it's it's like you're hitting someone in the face okay. so hard that so their it's, spit it's goes not everywhere. about it's not about blowjobs yeah no, no, no I definitely okay. had blowjob mm. that. I don't think you're gonna have one of those Emily I'm sorry to disappoint you we're not gonna have an episode that would be like that I mean I who the think... fuck knows but probably not no we, I don't think we should I'm just I just that's what I heard I'm sorry I just I was just trying to get at like like listen I try I try to I try to be fun with my words because talking into a microphone is what I do. And, and I guess I good. just I guess I just picked one that, that, that Emily didn't like. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's going to be a hotly contested uh, thing when we get to it. But yeah, Holly. Uh, okay, so you haven't had much Power Rangers going on since you were last on. Anything in general you want to talk about? Um. Well, I've been powering through the video game Final Fantasy XIV, um, mm-hmm. by which I Hell mean yeah. I may. Full expansion. I hear that game's bad. Okay. How um. dare you, Fabby? <laughs> I'll, I'll come over the internet and beat you up. <laughs> I'm basically two expansions behind where everyone in um, our free company is because I did mm-hmm. join uh, Mike and uh, Emmy's. Up, uh, Emmy's? I, I mix up your username. You can call me Emmy. It's okay. I don't. I like that as a nickname from friends. Uh-huh. I've joined. I joined your free company finally. Yeah. yeah. Because That's fucking. Valid? Ha- ha- half 
it's it's eh, not half it's like 60 percent because you guys are great and i want to be in like a community in this mmo and like 40 percent i'm fucking tired of lalafell males staring up at me in the gold saucer and be like hey no let's do not in the free company yet <laughs> that's the voice how lalafell males have um yeah hey i notice you're only- wearing the bikini and have the <laughs> idle pose where you raise your arms up behind your head, and I'm at waist height. Uh, that's yep. Those are some nice uh, armpits you got there, lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's valid. I left the free company to go hang out with my girlfriend in a different world server. So, uh-huh. like, I get it. Uh, yeah, I used to be there until a couple months ago, and then my girlfriend, uh, Mary, hi Mary, you're probably not listening, uh, is in a different, <laughs> uh, world server, so I went there. Cause, uh, the game's bad, but it's fun to play with the people you like. <laughs> I think it's a good game. I think it's a very, mm. like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a noted A Realm Reborn. You, you, like, you, had, you had fun with us when we played it together. Yes, doesn't mean it's not bad. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. It's good, but it's also bad because it cost me fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just just started. I'm starting to. F- I'm in the. I'm in the part of Shadowbringers where I'm finally starting to get used to the new quest sounds. Because oh, I, no, I thought yeah. you had just gotten to Stormblood. Wow! So, yeah, fuck, I you were in Stormblood. Stormblood yeah. not okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was, gonna, I was gonna say you, you took as long as you did to get to the end of Heaven's Word, and then you just fucking blasted through <laughs> no, Stormblood. No, Holy this is shit. a fucking, this is a fucking Sega Master System Mega Drive sort of thing. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck that. Damn it. Yeah. No, that no, that that was that was a real bonehead move on the localization team to be like, let's just have two expansions in a row with the initials SB. Yeah, I have gotten used to the Stormblood new quest sound because after seventy hours of getting used to the Heavensward one, I've been doing a fucking double take every time I hear the new one. Oh, what's great is when you go back to do old content and you hear the old fanfares after you've gotten used to the new ones. Yeah, that's <laughs> just really jarring. Um, but the game's good. There are some fucking bombshells. Um, yeah. I, if I had started out in Gridania, I feel like uh, the whole Ida thing would have impacted me more, but it was still wild. Ida? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, Ida, yeah. Ida comes up in everybody's story. Does she show up earlier in Gridania, maybe? Well, the, the thing is, uh, depending on where you start, you'll learn more about the different starting characters. Okay. Like, uh, Emily, you and I both started in Limsa, so we met Ishtola first. And this is going to sound like complete nonsense to anybody listening to this yeah, who's never I, played I, the for, game. I've started in every area, though, of a character. So um, yeah, no. No, but oh, uh, Mike. Oh, no, I was, I was thinking Edda. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, <laughs> no, the fucking punch girl in the Scion. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, she's... she's That's I what just, I was going to say. I th- well, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it, but I, I think of her with a different name nowadays, so, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will say this: the that moment comes out of fucking nowhere. It does. It, it is not a, foreshadowed and at no all. There's no reason for it. Like at oh, all. Oh yeah, that's the thing is it doesn't it doesn't ever serve a narrative purpose either. They just do it to surprise you, I guess. Anyway, I had to deal mm. with fucking Thancred because I started in um uh. It's Ulda. terrible. Ulda, yeah. Fucking it- Thancred is, I think, maybe the scion I like the least. <laughs> I will say this. He will never stop being the worst, but Shadowbringers does make him more interesting than he was before. The funniest thing about the Tancred thing is if you don't start in in Oda, uh, like for me, I remember when y'all were like, oh, how did you feel about the Tancred turn? And I was like, who? 
What? <laughs> I, I thought that was just a new character. What are you talking about? Oh, that's guy. I've known that guy. Thancred, voice of Lahabrea, new phone. Who this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that yeah that that, that game has a, is a bit of a mess early on. Uh, anyway. I've I will say this, you, you were, you were going to mention Uriange, you haven't gotten there yet, Holly, Uriange has the biggest glow-up of maybe any fictional character ever, holy shit. Right now, he's just the guy who talks funny. <laughs> Uriange hot. Apparently, he did some crazy shit in, like, 1.0, apparently he was basically fantasy Batman in that game, but I don't know, because it's impossible to go play yeah. it now. Yeah. Aside from anyway, that- we've spent... We've spent so long talking about Final Fantasy XIV. Just very quickly, uh, aside from, aside which from that, I've played Among Us a lot. That's oh, okay. nice. I, Among Us is a game I'm super into and have not played. <laughs> I just watch a lot of other people play it, because it's very I, interesting to watch other people talk shit to one another. I think we'll have a couple times of playing that in the upcoming Extra Life stream. Ooh, I want to be part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh... The reason, normally it wouldn't be that much of a problem that we spent so long talking about FF14, but here's the thing, folks. Uh, I made Fabby a deal before we started. He made a deal with the devil. I have lobbied. I have uh, filibustered. I have a theme song now. Eric, play the music. So, for anybody who either didn't listen to last week's uh, episode or missed it, uh, Fabi started the episode by saying she wanted three minutes to talk about uh, Blaze Ball, then proceeded to I talk about five. it for like 20. Oh, no, <laughs> you said, no, you yes. said three. I yeah, listened to the episode. Last, I thought last you meant week today. you said three. Today? Uh, yeah, no. I know. <laughs> today I got five. So, yeah, so today she's asking for five. But I'm timing her. <laughs> yeah, before you time me, Holly, what, what were you saying? I just say, there's a third category, which is people who keep up to date on the episodes, but are currently before it's launched, like, for the masses. That would yeah, be me. Yeah, valid? Yeah. Uh, um, okay, I'm yeah, just so, getting the name that that Eric has given this, this uh, what's it called? This, uh, I guess segment. this is now a segment? Yeah. So, yeah. uh, are you all ready for Fabi's Blazeball Bonanza? <laughs> yes. Uh, as, as ready as I'm going to be. Tell, okay, me when, Fabi. tell me when it's time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to count you down. All right, <laughs> here we are. Three, two, one, go. So, last time we left off with the Mexico City Wild Wings, we had just gotten our name as Wild and we had won the championship. Since then, two weeks have passed. And the week after that, that episode was recorded, we um, didn't make it to the playoffs. It was close. Uh, one of the werewolf who was stolen by the firefighters got incinerated. So, rest in peace, Jose. Awu. Um... Oh, and then, yeah, <laughs> uh, and then uh, that season was like pretty mediocre. But in the blessings, we got moved from the mile league 
to the Wild League. So now we're two times wild, the Wild Wings. And the uh, strategy for this season is going to be to try to lose as many games as possible so that we can speed run party time. That means we can get disqualified from the postseason as quickly as possible. And every game we play while we're not while we're like disqualified for the postseason, there is a really good chance of our players getting better. That's like a buff that happens. If you're disqualified for the postseason and you keep playing games, your players will get better. So that's the goal. We're doing better than expected. If we might not make it, and that sucks because I really wanted to lose the season really badly. And I think we're going to lose like mildly, which means we're only going to get like one or like a couple of benefits and not the amount that we wanted. Uh, how much time do I have, Mike? A lot. Uh, you got, yeah, you still got like three minutes and change. I will now open. Oh. One more thing before I open the floor for questions. Uh, we just got one of our players reverb. That means like a microphone. Switch one of our players with another team player. And our player that left uh, for the Houston Spies was Sosa Hayes, who's definitely an adult grown man and not three children in a trench coat. Okay, I'm, uh, the floor is open for questions now. Yes, what's place, Paul? <laughs> I have God, not I'm do this again. Attention. No, no, I got this, I got this, I got this. Uh, <laughs> It's Salty Bed meets Fantasy Baseball meets a clicker meets fan-created content. What the That's fuck embraced is salty by bed? the by the like creators. Like our I talked about this last season, but like our team, the fans, decided to sue the baseball gods, aka the devs, and the devs responded and they changed our name. And so like they respond to fan-created content and fan-created, like, things. So that's really cool. And it becomes canon, or as canon as it can be, because nothing is canon, everything's canon. That's kind of like the ethos of baseball. Okay. I'm getting a very <laughs> strong John Boyce vibe from all this, it feels like. Yeah, well, it's, it's it is sports related and that's And it, it's it's thing, very right? stat based, but also like there's a chance your players might get incinerated by a rogue umpire. <laughs> and like that's not <laughs> fandom, that's like the game says that. The text says that there's a squid god and a peanut god. This is all in the game. Uh there's also a microphone. Maybe it's a god. We ha we're not a hundred percent sure. Uh, the at the time of recording, and there is a chance that a team will ascend. Ascending me means winning three championships. Uh, the, the crabs, the pies, and the tigers have all won two championships, and the crabs continue to be the best team in the series. So they'll probably win a third one and ascend. We don't know what ascending means. But we know that season one, we voted for a thing that said, open the forbidden book. And in the forbidden book, it said, if a team wins three times, they and Blazeball will ascend. Any other questions in the rest of my time? I'm good. Michael, how am I doing? Uh, you got about 40 seconds. But I'm going to say, uh, having played... Uh, FF14, like we talked about earlier, I got a feeling that Ascension is something sinister. No, yeah, I was, I was that's gonna what? say. No. Um, in 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 
in Genshin Impact, ascending is what people with visions do eventually, who are the chosen of the I'm, gods. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> this is not evil from the thing called the Forbidden Book, where most of it is redacted. I'm sure this ascension thing's not evil. Also, when we opened the Forbidden Book, uh, there was a team from the Arizona desert that uh, got uh, a Hellmouth. Got I'm sorry, did you say First Sona Desert? Arizona, Arizona, like, Arizona. Arizona Desert. Time. Okay, I thought you said first. No, that's just really my excited. bear accent. Uh, <laughs> it opened up and swallowed that that like where the team was, and now they're from the Hellmouth. They're the Hellmouth song. Hey, not to bring it up, but Mike has said time a couple times. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Mike. You need to be more forceful or tell Emily to say it. Okay. I didn't even hear him say. Anyway, it. I think you were. It's cutting okay. Out. Anyway, yeah. let me do my sign <laughs> off. Stay white. Stay wild. Listen, I'm the only non-white person in this podcast right now. I can say that. Uh, yeah, I can. Is, 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 is that just a thing you say when you're hanging out with all your yeah. Caucasian friends and you're about to leave the room? Stay, stay white, white, y'all. I mean, all those times we play FF14, that's how I logged off, right? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So stay wild. Later crackers, and then you backflip out of the room. Uh, I'm gringos, and then I just left. But yeah. yeah. Did you know that that word originates from Greek and it has nothing to do with Americans? Anyway. Okay, anywho. All right, uh, so after all of that. We're still not quite done with our opening segments because this is a very organized and well-planned <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's time for the Tiborfek Museum Nimble. And uh, so there was a lot of uh, Hasbro Power Rangers news uh, since we last recorded. A lot of it has to do with toys, and I'm going to just leave all of that for when Zach comes back. He can just have all that. But There's one thing I do want to talk about. a lot of Tommy toys. I know that. A lot of Tommy toys, Yep. Uh, although the, I, I will, I will bring up the the one part that I, I unless I'm mistaken, we got toys for all of the original Mighty Morphin Rangers. Like they brought back those toys where you can like, there's a helmeted head and an unhelmeted head, and you can like flip back and forth between them. And there's one for everybody oh, except that Trini. That's weird. That's yeah. weird because there definitely was a Trini before. I had it. Unless I'm like inceptioning my I, memory, I'm pretty sure there was. I wonder if it has was, to but do they, with Tui Trang being someone who passed away. I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's just good old fashioned like sexism and racism or what. But like, I was gonna say, does it have to do with like like likeness rights? But even though, would they pay likeness rights? I feel like once a person dies, like it gets easier to use their likeness. Well, it's their estate, right? Like their family and stuff would decide. Yeah, the people in control with their IP. Yeah, and but stuff. I thought Saban, and then now by extension Hasbro had that like all that contract shit on lock, basically. Yeah, but that's my question: Is Hasbro being nice and being like, yeah, Saban was doing some nasty shit? Uh, we rather like ask for permission. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how. I don't, I don't, think I don't they trust any big no. corporation, but like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but that that wasn't the thing I wanted to uh, to bring up. It's just that seemed like a relevant thing to point out. But yeah, I'll leave all the toy news uh, to Zach. But what I want to bring out is uh, we got a teaser trailer, like a a, a trailer. Oh yeah, that uh, and a cast announcement. But we got the the important part to me is the trailer for Dino Fury. And here's the thing about the trailer for Dino Fury. 
none of it is newly filmed footage. None of it has the new cast. It is just cut up footage um, from a uh, new soldier. But, but, but not the reason. But, oh, okay, you're gonna say it. Okay. Like, yeah, it. yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, the reason I wanted to make sure I brought it up instead of letting Zach handle this one is that it's not just any old you soldier footage. Uh, eagle-eyed people looking at the footage frame by frame as nerds do have pointed out that you can clearly see bits and pieces of cropped out logos of fan subbing groups. Oh my so god! Hasbro, oh boy! <laughs> yeah, and, th- and and we've had sh- we've seen shit like this before, where like you know Hasbro uh, had like presentations that used pictures where they meant to use pictures of the of actors from old seasons, and it was actually like pictures of people in Halloween costumes and shit. Um, oh but, yeah, yeah, but like this this is like just straight up. They didn't get the footage straight from Toei for this trailer, which makes me wonder what they're using to make the show. But, like, they just straight up used <laughs> fan sub footage and, like, cropped out bits and pieces, but they didn't do a good enough job. And there's and there's parts where, like, you can see someone using the morpher and, like, it is so clearly just the Sentai actor with his face cut out of the frame. Could, could you it's, imagine if, like, we actually get shots of the show and we can see, like, logos from fan subs and stuff? <laughs> like, actual, like, aired it. footage? <laughs> I would love it so much. Uh, anyway, yeah, I just I just wanted to bring that up, so... Uh, unless anybody has uh, anything else uh, they want to get into, I think it's about time we discuss this weird fucking episode of Power Rangers. Yes, please. Oh, we're here to talk oh. about a TV show? Yeah, weird. yeah. It's easy to forget, but that is what we uh, presumably come here to do. This episode fucking ruled, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. Such a good episode. Here, like I said, my third favorite. We are here to talk about Power Rangers Turbo Season 1, Episode 35, Spirit of the Woods. And our cold open is us in a forest and... Is this the infinite forest, like the infinite park? Possibly? It could be part of the infinite park. Maybe just part of the park. Yeah. 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 But so we're we're in the woods and we see a, a jeep drive up and we see Rocky's jeep drive up. <laughs> it's Rocky's jeep. They holy stole shit. my boy's jeep. <laughs> Rocky. He saw through the code and they had to disappear him. And now that jeep is just it belongs to the extras now. <laughs> to the extras. I'm glad this spirit killed them. I fucking love how. It- how fucking over-the-top evil it shows these fuckers as. They run over some flowers. <laughs> yeah, it crushes some flowers. Oh, yeah, okay, more than that, folks. I'm pretty sure this is like a like a jogging trail, too. And they're like, they're like in their big car. <laughs> they're in their yeah. big car. Were you going to talk about the song? Well, that's uh-huh. what I was going to say, is I, I've been trying to cut down on asking Eric to put stuff into the episode, but... This cold open... I'll ask him, Eric, put the song, please. No, the, the whole thing. I was going to say, this cold open is a feast for the ears. Hey, is there any song left? I'm almost done with this one. Yep, that's the last one. Bummer. I'm really thirsty. Let's get strapped up, ready to go. Where we go, right, baby, I don't know. Hey, what's the matter with the CD player? I don't know, it's brand new. Try turning it off. That's really weird. I don't get it. 
between the song and the performances of these like <laughs> dubbed in actors. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is there another soda? I'm all out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you get, how did you like this CD? It's yeah, it's new. I love it. It's great. I my thought process watching this video went, who in Angel Grove is evil enough to litter in the park and then he mentioned a cd player in a car in 1997 and i'm like oh they're rich fucks of course <laughs> god just but just all of this all of this it's just folks if you're like me and like most of us and you watch the show because it's bad this scene is just it's it's just a chef's kiss it's it's oh, exquisite. I mean, like it, it, it already starts off with a bang with these like stupid music and these bad dub lines and them throwing a can off the and driving over flowers, but then it like zooms in on the boy. This kid is gonna send these guys to the fucking cornfield because they displaced him. <laughs> I He's, thought you were about to say the shadow realm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like that too. Either way. God. So He's gonna play okay. a shadow game with them and then they're gonna <laughs> We this is kind of getting ahead of it, but fuck it. It's it's a, like a two-decade-old episode of Power Rangers. So we're going to find out that this kid is like the spirit of the – the titular spirit of the woods. He is a manifestation of nature. And here's the thing. Why is the manifestation of nature a shitty little white kid in jorts? Yeah. <laughs> because it's 1997. Like a jean shirt? Yeah, oh this this manifestation of of nature itself, this this holy child who in, gives in voice America. to Mother Gaia is wearing a lot of denim. Yeah. <laughs> so much denim. Um this and is terrible and I love it. It's so good. It's fucking it's... kid. Like the, the kid that got to play this this character, Erutan, as we know him as. Erutan? God Erutan! Erutan is nil bog backwards. He's got this like weird creepy face. He's got this creepy stare. And he's like, I don't know. He 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 looks like like he's out of um fucking uh that goddamn movie with the guy from Haley Joe Osmond. He looks like Haley Joe Osmond from that fucking movie. Um, Star Wars. No, Sixth Sense. That's it. Is oh, that Haley okay. <laughs> Yes, he wasn't in Star Different Wars. That was someone else. Different kid. Um, Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Sora. Sora. We're Sora talking about here. Sora? Sora, yeah. yeah. Looks like Sora. <laughs> I couldn't think, think, think of the sixth sense, but yeah, like, he's like that kind of like, 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 they got a kid who looks like he could be some weird, like, spirit child. Maybe <laughs> blonde child. He's dissociating the whole fucking episode. Look, and he, he and gives it. Like, he gives it his all. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly I, get I the sense him. from this, this kid's, like, performance where everything is deadpan and he shows no emotions. I get the sense that they told him to do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It doesn't feel like he's just doing a bad job. It feels like they gave him bad direction. Oh, no, like I in said, he, heart, it feels like he's trying really hard. Like, especially in, like, in the physical heart, acting he has to they do later. They didn't tell him. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying, like the physical acting he does later, and like how much he puts, he he he's trying hard. Like he does, he's not. Yeah. 
He's not just, like, phoning it in, I don't think. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, in my heart, they gave him no directions, and this is all him. He's just, he's just d- doing, like, meta-acting in between yeah. takes. He also had, like, the same face and the same, like, visuals. <laughs> he's just fucking professional. He, fucking he, he was the kind of meta-acting where he's, like, sending letters full of leaves to people. <laughs> 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 Poor actor who plays TJ just got like so much dirt in his like and, locker. And, yeah, he, he he in this scene um like his trailer. Like the his his power is like can we can we get to like what happens with the leaves and like the yeah. how how I guess he set it up beforehand where he taped go he 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 wrote in glue go away on the on the windowsill before throwing leaves at it. This <laughs> is twenty God. seconds into the episode and I laughed so fucking hard. I was okay, rolling. <laughs> okay, come on, Emily. That's obviously please, this is a very serious thing. Uh he obviously controlled the wind perfectly so that those leaves stayed in place mm-hmm. while everything else was moving. It's obviously a very, very precise control of, like, air flows and air currents. Not glue, please. This is a respectable <laughs> podcast. So this... So he he makes a lot of wind happen and scares the shit out of these littering kids. And they drive away. And we never see them again, so we have to assume that this kid murdered them. Oh yeah, they could have just driven away. Like they, 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 we see them doing. At the end of the episode, we learn that he just wanted those damn teens off of the off of his property so he could sell it to a lower <laughs> price. He's a Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a wind machine and stuff. Are you like... tan Scooby Doo villain? They take his mask off and he's like some old man. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's it's Jerome Stone, the older of the Jim Juice Bar. <laughs> yeah, we should have to cultivate new types of flowers, and it would have gotten away with it too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we see th- this kid starts to walk away, and he does that thing where he like phases in and out of existence a few times to show us that this kid is weird and Magic. mystical. And then we go to the credits, and or the the intro or what have you, and then we we come back on the Angel Grove Jim and Juice Bar. And speaking of Jerome Stone, he is making the super duper protein shake in uh, in, in a blender. Crisis and looks like absolute this... fucking shit. What? I hate how like... this. I hate how this smoothie looks. It looks awful. Oh, it looks <laughs> like gruel. It looks the least appetizing thing I've seen in a blender. And I've seen some horrible things in blenders. It looks y'all. like he put chocolate milk and some ice. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's it's just uh, no. It no, looks no. like he put like flour in there or something to like make it thicker. Oh, they, they definitely put something cheap in this to like j- I mean, j- just to use it for a prop. I would have. Like, I mean, they probably would just use banana and water or something. Maybe, uh, but so he he's making this for TJ, who I guess he's coaching on his jogging routine? Question mark. I I think. I don't know if he's coaching, but, like, TJ told him about it, I guess. Because, like, if he was coaching, then TJ wouldn't be able to just say, like, no, I'm doing this many miles. Yeah, it seems like, to me like he, the day, he said, like, hey, 
before you open, can I come in and get a protein shake because I'm waking up super early? Yeah, exactly. And then he comes in tired and says, yeah, can you get me something? Because I'm going to do six miles or something. And then later well, on... TJ he's says like, he's, he's going to do two miles and then Stone's like, but you said six. And he's like, it's, oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's uh, at a time in the morning. I'm going to do two. Michael? It doesn't seem like that early. It seems like it's yeah. like 8 a.m. I did I, this in... Sorry. I don't know how to feel right now. I was about to correct you and go like, you, you said Stone, don't you mean Ernie? I legit was about to say oh that. My God. And oh then my I was God. like, ah. <laughs> that scene had, for some reason, I watched this like half an hour ago. And, and but an you hour had ago. Ernie, and you, you auto-completed the Ernie in your head. In my brain, <laughs> I had switched those character models. That <laughs> scene is with Ernie. Fair. Ernie yeah. has always been the proprietor of the Jim and Juice Bar. I don't know what you're talking about. I can <laughs> see Ernie doing that scene. <laughs> Femi, um, yeah, I love how much this terrified you. It's because so scary when, when you when you, the tone in your voice when you said Michael. I thought you were about to tell me you witnessed a murder and we had to stop. Uh, I thought she was going to chastise you for something. Like, how dare no, you? I would <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so TJ goes. Uh, he, he goes off on his jog, and as he's jogging around, he's like. Oh, no one! No one could okay. possibly be sane enough to be out and about this early in the morning. This early, Again, it's, like ten, the PM. it's like ten a.m. Honestly, like it's not. <laughs> Can we talk about the jogging suit? The TJ all red jogging suit. <laughs> oh, of course. It's, it's and it's it's very flashy too. It's, like it's, it's I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's like a track. It's suit. fine. Kind of. It's like, like a it. normal thing to go jogging in. No, you know. It's too red. No one would wear all that red. And not no I would wear all that oh red. My God. Are you a power He's ranger? Red is my favorite color. I would wear all that red. Is that yeah, Michael's a red ranger. And did you know? It's too red. It doesn't have like an Adidas <laughs> logo or something. Oh, it needs to have it needs to have a corporate logo. I yeah. see Fabby. You know me. <laughs> I love our corporate overlords. All day you dream about Adidas. <laughs> sure. Uh, speaking of our corporate, <laughs> speaking of our corporate overlords, uh, so Bulk and Skull uh, drive up uh, to complete the joke of like who'd be crazy to be up this early in the morning, and apparently what they're doing. So Bulk and Skull are 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 on their motorcycle like they usually are. Skull driving, Bulk in the sidecar. And what they're doing is they are newspaper delivery men now. I'm yeah. so upset at what happens to them yes, this episode. Yes, I know. We'll get there. But I know. I know. Yeah. But, so Bulk, Bulk is just tossing newspapers onto doorsteps. He's and at least in this first boy. run, they're doing a bad job. Like, newspapers are ending up in places they shouldn't. And, like, it feels like this is typical Bulk and Skull stuff of, oh, they're really bad at something that should be simple. Yada, Listen, yada, yada. I've played Paperboy. They're doing okay. They hit a mailbox. It's fine. Yeah, they're doing fine, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, so, TJ jogs past. Okay, so for some reason, this person has in their yard three <laughs> water cooler water jugs. Angel I Grove think- water. Yeah, yeah, I think can't people like subscribe to like getting water from something and then people will bring it or something? Uh, maybe I'm making that up. Maybe, mm-hmm. but like this is this is the kind of jug you like turn over and stick in the top of like a water cooler in an yeah. office. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, the the reason these are there is so that the periscope could come out. It's so Steven good. Talks, yeah, 
And then we see uh, Divatox on her submarine being like, hmm, the Red Ranger's all by himself. This would be a really good time to, like, you know, kill him or something. <laughs> and send this she- guy that's here for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, she's got a monster ready to go. And the best thing about this monster in this scene is the monster says nothing. He just stands there awkwardly. He looks like he's so nervous. It's and so like- <laughs> threatening. I don't like it. In fairness, something Divatox uh, clues into immediately is that this guy sucks. He is really bad at his job. He's called the garbage disposal, I believe. And no, he's called he, Lord Litter. His power, his power is he makes litter happen. Yeah, Lord Litter. He's not garbage disposal. That's that's oh, like the opposite okay. of what he, he is. He has a title, <laughs> he's nobility, and we should guillotine him as such. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, his, the Duke his of power Detroit is he Lord makes Litter. litter happen. So, okay. I know from the tiny, 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 tiny amount of uh, Sentai footage that we get that this monster has basically nothing to do with what he's like in Car Ranger. Emily, what is he like in Car Ranger? I gotta know. Pit stop at the Car Ranger garage. This episode, it takes very, very, very little footage from episode 45, the starting point of true love of Car Ranger, where this guy is the um, marriage expert of the Bozoks. What? Ah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that was I, obvious. I, I assume that he's like based off of like some kind of traditional marriage mm-hmm. thing. Ceremony. Like I don't know, some kind of ceremonial thing. But yeah, like pretty much. Um, they they try to they're trying to get Jonimo to marry Zonat. Zonat doesn't want to marry him. It turns out the this this is like way later in the series. Like this is forty five of forty eight episodes. So like, and I. Skipped ahead to it. This is finale territory. Yeah, well, I mean, because, you know, the Red Racer, Kiyosuke, has realized that he likes Zonad and he wants to confess to her. So he confesses to her and, like, shows that he's the Red Racer. And um, it's actually a really... It's it's a really fun episode because at one point, to prove... Because she, she's in love with Red Racer and not Kiyosuke. And after she finds out that, that he, is, he is the Red Racer, she gets a little bit, like, conflicted... But he proves that, like, you know, he's good enough by, like, fighting the monster without morphing. And it's a pretty cool fight where Kiyosuke is, like, he's mostly getting tranced by this this monster, but is able to, like, beat it in the end with the power of love. And, um, you know, she she leaves uh, back to her home planet at the end of the episode because it turns out she's a royal princess of uh, some good planet and she's going back to go be a good princess again. But, uh, yeah, that's, like, it has nothing to do with this episode. Weirdly enough, there's an episode of Mega Ranger, which is this exact episode. Protect it, the mysterious boy's forest. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I don't, it's weird that they took a plot from Mega Ranger. Was that episode out already by the time? I mean, probably. They probably were already looking at Mega Ranger being, like, Oh, we're gonna use this next season, I guess. But they decided to use this arc here with a different monster. Um, again, they don't use a lot of uh, Sentai footage because, uh, like most of it, it's un- unmorphed Kiyosuke fighting the monster, and like the one Zord part has um, Princess Radietta, who's also from this good planet that Zonet's. Um, she's like Zonet's sister, who becomes like the White Racer, honorary White Racer. She she shows up with her giant cat robot and fights the monster too. But you obviously don't see that in this footage. They had to like, yeah, I think I think we talked about this once that like 
Car Ranger has like the pseudo sixth, seventh Ranger who yeah. doesn't like has a an outfit where like you can still see her face. Yes. And yeah. head and hair and everything. Like it's not really a full Ranger uniform. So they can't use that in the Power Rangers. Her story was that she was pretty much like a fangirl of the of the Car Rangers and just wanted to be like the seven the sixth Ranger rather. And yeah, like she's Zonet's sister, it turns out, and a bunch of stuff that doesn't really matter. But like, yeah, that's it's weird that they turned this into the same plot of a Mega Ranger episode with a completely unrelated monster from the Sentai. <laughs> Yeah, I th- I think the writers were just watch they they were just keeping up with the Sentai, I guess, because like this is episode thirty five out of forty five for Turbo production on In Space had to be getting ready to start soon, at least pre production. Yeah. So, but, but anyway, so yeah. yeah, so this that has nothing to do with anything. He's in this. a marriage monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this this guy's name is Lord Litter, and his thing is that he litters, which is the worst thing you can do to the environment. The only uh, bad thing that you can do because it's visible. And the thing that proves that you are a good person is you pick up a single piece of trash. Mm-hmm. And then ignore yeah. the fucking <laughs> trash ball that's rolling towards you. <laughs> yeah. Like the fucking yeah, remember Chef kids, what's, commercial. <laughs> what's what's oh really killing the environment is uh, disabled people getting to use plastic straws. This this shot of like so TJ's in the woods. Um, he sees like some litter. He goes up and picks. He picks it up, crickles it, and puts it in his pocket. And we see Airtan give us like a very slight, approving smile. And you're like, ah, oh, he, he has judged him worthy. It would be extremely <laughs> funny if he just took it out of the bush, crumpled it up, and then dropped it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have an episode, I guess. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, he'd he'd kill TJ with the wind. Okay, <laughs> so so this kid, this kid, this spirit of the woods, this what's his deal? We kind of touched on it earlier. He is seemingly all-powerful and represents nature and hates litter. He hates litter so much. Where was he during the, like, eight or nine litter episodes we've gotten before now? Oh, well, see, he was living in a being known as Trini. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what if? What oh, if, Trini, I get it. What God damn it. He's a new forest. Like a new forest spirit, or just moved into this forest and was chilling in a different forest, and that's why we just started seeing him. Wait, so or a forest spirit just moved in? Yeah, or yeah, you know, an itinerant spirit. So I have okay, I have a theory. Um, this character doesn't exist. This character is saw in TJ's head. That scene we saw at the beginning was also in TJ's head. No. In all the scenes. No, yeah. In all the scenes. Doesn't make any sense. In all the scenes with the bad guys wanting to get him, also in his head, they actually wanted to get him to get something else, but TJ just like is reinterpreting all the facts and he has no friend. That. I don't. That's that's silly. And there's so many things in the episode that refute it. So I'm not even gonna engage with that. <laughs> Fucking bartender stone super protein shake mix is like eighty yeah. percent absinthe. Um. <laughs> okay, so this is again we're swib wobbling all over the place, but this is also kind of something we've really got to touch on because it flavors the entire episode. So there's this thing. Where for some reason only TJ 
and a couple the of the guys. villains yeah. can can see or hear this kid. And they make that plot point clear. They make it explicit, and they touch on it again and mm-hmm. again and again. It comes up over and over I'm again saying. explicitly. It doesn't come up until like, later in the episode. No, though, it to comes be clear. up several well, times. Like, it, 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 yeah, it, co- it comes up uh, pretty early on. Uh, I think it o- doesn't it only to. come up once the rangers are morphed and they help free you from mm. the net. That's the only time. That's the first time it comes up. Well, it's 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 hinted out when uh when when Cassie doesn't understand what TJ's going outside for, um, but well, it, because it, it all is, she sees is a little well, kid. No, she doesn't. She <laughs> doesn't. She explicitly she doesn't, doesn't the see any dude. Well, I know, but there's but there's there's no reason why we would think that she can't see him in that scene. Is all I'm saying. I have made it like fifty percent of the way through this point. I've been trying to make so. <laughs> <laughs> it it is hammered home again and again and again that. Uh, None of the other rangers can see this kid. It is an explicit plot point, and that is valid as a plot point. To have this magical forest spirit that only one of the characters can see, that's fine, whatever, that's standard kid show fare. The problem is, even though they go to great lengths to establish this fact and are consistent with this fact, nothing comes of it. Yeah, it No one matter. ever doesn't believe him. No one thinks he's crazy. No one thinks he's talking to himself. Whenever he says, guys, there's this invi- invisible ghost child who's got the powers of nature that I can see and talk to, why don't any of you see it? No one's just like, TJ, I think you are I think you need to lie down. No, everyone's just like, you got it, TJ, we believe you. And then <laughs> they move The on. problem is that they are all used to dealing with magical bullshit all the time. Yeah, exactly. They become too like, aware. It, 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 like, like, yes, it, like, I think what, what Michael's trying to say, though, is like, yes, it makes sense that they would believe him, of course, but also, why even make it a plot point then? <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the point I'm making. Yeah, there is yeah, they yeah. make they go to great lengths to make this plot point, and it is a major plot point. But it serves no purpose. There is no step two. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I, 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 I like I have to talk about how creepy Arutan is. He's very clearly creepy, and the weirdest thing about this scene is when TJ just walks up and starts talking to him, like having a conversation. Like how you don't do that. <laughs> like if I saw, you think he'd just be like wave and then keep walking. Like why does yeah. he like introduce himself? Well, in, in <laughs> fairness, he he found a kid in the woods, and his initial approach is, "Hi, I'm TJ. Are you lost?" And this kid just goes, "I'm not lost, and neither are you." <laughs> And he doesn't immediately twig up that, like, oh, something is up with this kid. He's just like, oh, yeah, that seems normal. That's that's normal child behavior. My name is Arutan, regular boy's name. <laughs> the thing I have a problem with, though, with that is that, like, this is, like a, this is a hiking trail near suburbia. It's not that weird to see a kid out there, either. Like, I used to go on the hiking trails all the time when I was that age. <laughs> yeah, it's, all, it's also, you know, totally valid for this mm. older kid to see this smaller kid and be like, hey, are you lost? I guess. That that seems fine to me. It's just the fact that he speaks in this deadpan robot voice that's like, I'm not lost and neither are you. Like, the things he says and the way he says them, like... It, 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 like we like we said like maybe a minute ago, these rangers are accustomed to weird magical bullshit. He should yeah. probably immediately clue in that this kid is weird magical yes, bullshit. But TJ is a himbo, so of course he does it. <laughs> <That is laughs> I, I like yes. how he's like he's like I'm not lost, and neither are you. And then he's like, Yeah, no, I'm not. I was just. And he finishes like jogging. Like it's a big like revelation that he knows what he was doing when he was clearly jogging. Like it's not yeah. a big. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, yeah, I was, and I. So 
it gets to this point where like it's how could you tell I was jogging wearing my jogging suit? <laughs> I I think what the show is implying is that so this kid wants to disengage from the conversation, and the only way he knows how is to like summon an owl behind TJ to make a noise and distract him because <laughs> he turns because we hear an owl and TJ turns around and it's like huh, and then he turns back and he's like hey kid did you hear the did you hear the Whoa. owl? Where did he go? <laughs> and I mean, folks, if you want to get out of an awkward conversation, summoning an owl is a pretty solid strategy. If, if only you we, can do it, if you only, should. If only we had Matt on here to tell us how to summon owls with, with his owl facts. Yeah, we desperately needed some owl facts. Uh, but so TJ like continues his jog. He's like, well, that was a perfectly normal thing that happened. doop doop do And he sees this like piece of trash blowing away in the wind. And he goes to pick it up, and it moves he away from him. Though. At first, <laughs> no, he just no. runs away from it, which is which totally like un- like Holly said, it undermines his earlier litter picking up. <laughs> well, then when he walks towards it, it does move away from it. He, it maintains a constant three foot distance. Is what it does. <laughs> it's true, it's yeah. it's like a it's like that old gag where you put a dollar on the end of a fish hook and like use it to pull someone along. Uh, but eventually, like it just turns into this monster, Lord Litter. And Lord Litter, I guess he also has wind powers as long as he's blowing newspaper bits as long, around. As long as he's blowing trash, he can affect the wind. <laughs> yeah, he just he just summons a shitload of crumpled up newspaper pages, which again really harkens back to our first environmental episode when Power Rangers needs just litter as a prop they just go and buy like five newspapers and a wind yeah. machine tj's I, just I, like I, oh thank god none of this is gross garbage I, I like the idea that like there's just so much like litter of newspapers in this woods like people just come in here with newspapers all the time and just drop them and then leave yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh maybe that's how this ties into the into the b plot bulk and skull are doing this somehow. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Also, the image of a Power Ranger doing his morphing sequence while being pelted with... Yeah, he shifts into turbo and does like the little pantomime dance while newspapers are hitting yeah, and, him in the and, face. And he's, he's so stoic and solid, but like it's like the paper flies in front of his eyes while he's doing it. <laughs> this episode's pure comedy. It's kind of funny, is as... as as much of a jobber as this monster ultimately ends up being, he does like solidly go toe to toe with TJ by himself. Yeah. Uh, we we see a little bit of karate action. TJ like shoots him with his gun, and it does look like TJ is just gonna take an absolute beating from just getting okay, hit I, with all these newspapers. I want to I, I want to do a call it of a joke here because Cassie laughed at it both times we watched this, but <laughs> he goes like. Oh, I gotta teach you a lesson about littering. And he's like, and then the monster's like, oh, I think I'm pretty good at it. Like, that is no. a really good line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so TJ gets like covered with newspapers. He's getting blown away in the wind. It's actually really great because they like tape a bunch of newspaper pages to the guy in the ranger suit. It's so good. It's just, it's like he's, 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 he looks like he's fucking just David Byrne wearing a massive suit made of newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> And this kid's just like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta help this guy. And he, he delivers up that a line single that, cup. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, the monster delivers that line that confused me earlier. Where he's like, they call me the garbage disposal, and it's time for me to dispose of oh, you. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. And that as he's name. walking up to, <laughs> I guess, finish TJ off, we're not really sure what specifically he's going to do. The kid dramatically runs up behind the monster and is like, go away. And he just fucking summons the winds and just he just blows the monster away. Oh, and to answer your question, he was going to snap TJ's neck. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and after he blows the monster away, Erutan, I guess he just disappears. I forget. Uh, yeah, he just and- disappears. Yeah, and uh, something else I forgot is uh, during the monster fight, TJ like contacts Alpha's like, I need some help, and Alpha's like, they're on their way! And just as the fight ends, all of the other rangers uh, unmorphed run up. And like, yeah, TJ, and, are you and okay? And he's TJ like, yeah, there was... Turbo uh, down when he unmorphs, and I don't think they've ever said that before. <laughs> yeah, that's they've done that. Movie. They've done that a few times. Have they? Okay, I don't remember it. Yeah, I've yeah. One so, which is it's just weird because in previous seasons they've said power down. I don't think they've ever said Zeo down, <laughs> but which I mean, good, but they definitely say uh, turbo down. And TJ gives the other Rangers this story of like there was a boy, and just is like what boy? And TJ's like I don't know who he was, but he was a little magic boy. What did wind things? What I love is, like, he goes, there was this boy, and looks up, and then Justin, like, looks up, too, like, when he's expecting to see something. Yeah! He's like, wait, boy? I'm the only boy legally allowed to be here. My contracts say so. There can't be no other boy. He looks so so upset at the very idea. (laughs) How dare there be another child of a show? That's what what happened to Nico. Justin's fucking sick of it. He's like, listen, I'm the precocious child on this show, god damn it. I will not be Cousin Oliver, do you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) I got this image Uh, of TJ's actor like in this trailer and and acting like a total diva on set. (laughs) You mean Justin? Yeah, Justin, that's what I meant. Did I say TJ? I'm sorry. You did. But that's also a funny metal image. <laughs> so, yeah, so we cut to the space base, and the monster is telling Diva Talks about this nature boy, and she's like, ooh. Randy Savage, yeah. Yep. He's like, oh, these, uh, these uh, uh, control the power of the elements. I want to have that. Is that Ric Flair, actually? Nature boy Ric Flair? Yeah, I didn't want to <laughs> correct you. Yes. Uh, the original Nature Boy is Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, if I'm not incorrect. And then uh, Ric Flair took that record from him. I mean, not record, that title in the match, but also he was a really big fan of him because he saw, he saw him wrestling growing up. Okay, so um, they both have names that started R, so that's my that's that's the story I'm sticking to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but uh, Diva Talks decides she wants this boy. The Nature Boy Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> the Nature uh, Boy The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Diva Talks wants this boy, and Lord Litter better go get it, or she's just she's gonna be mad. You know, don't fail me again. The villain speech, yada yada yada. We cut to the oh, library the study scene. hall, whatever. <laughs> Say what? This is the best scene. <laughs> it is. This is this is so good. So, God, this fifties nerd. <laughs> Next to that, <laughs> 50s nerds sitting behind TJ. Yeah, with taped glasses. Um, excuse me, you're making noise in the library. Yeah. So, so TJ writes Erutan's name on on paper. God. 
E R U lowercase U for some reason. Really bothers yeah, well, me the, the case mixing that he does here. Oh, you're right. <laughs> like fucking the font they use for Strong Pat's writing, but it's just the like, U instead of the it I. Out and then writes it backwards, and he's like, "Well, Wait he writes a it out. He underscores a few of them, then circles the N several times, and then is like, hmm. Oh hmm. my God, Milbog he, is Dracula backwards. Yeah, he solves it like it's a jumble. He he starts he starts writing it, and it's not like he's figured out what the word is." Like uh, before writing it, or like while writing it, it's it's not until he finishes writing the E at the end of nature that he realizes that it's Arutana's nature backwards. It's like, Ooh, and he <laughs> says nature out loud, and then the fucking nerd behind him's like, shh, <laughs> and he's like, fuck. Oh. Arutan's nature. I gotta go tell Alicard. <laughs> that, so, so I wanted to bring that up because so one time for my birthday, uh, and I promise this is going somewhere. Oh boy. One time for my birthday, my siblings uh, who knew I was really into Batman as a kid uh, got me, and and this this was well when I was into adulthood. Uh, they got me the DVD uh, as kind of a gag gift, kind of not. Oh, the DVD I love that of, movie. Of the Batman fighting Dracula. That's a good movie. Oh my god. Yeah. And there's there's a moment from that that stands out to me because at one point, uh, Dracula goes to one of Bruce Wayne's, like, you know, frou frou rich people parties uh, in disguise as just, a, you know, a wealthy aristocrat of some kind. And he introduces himself as Alucard. And then we get this scene. Of, of Bruce Wayne sneaking off back into some hallway in, in the Wayne mansion uh, with with Alfred. And he takes, like, some lipstick or something and, like, a shiny silver, like, tray. I think it was a tray that Alfred was using to serve drinks or something. And he writes Alucard on it and then holds it up uh, it, up to a mirror so that it spells Dracula. Because <laughs> the world's greatest detective needed a mirror to figure this shit out. And Alfred just gasps and he's like, Dracula! Motherfucker and should have just played <laughs> Cynthia the Night. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> my favorite thing about that is when he's doing that, he writes the letters in Alucard front ways, and when he puts it up to the mirror, all the letters are still facing front ways. They don't <laughs> they don't flip, they just reverse order. Oh, so it's a Tim Scan sort of situation. Yeah, kinda, yeah. Like the mirror doesn't work like it's supposed to. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just fucking just Batman, world's greatest detective, needs to figure out the Alucard Dracula thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it, it, at the very least, uh, TJ is just as smart as Batman, is what I'm saying. But I do want to say that that movie is surprisingly good for what it is. It has, like, vampire Joker, like, drinking with vials of blood, and, like, it's it's so weird and good. I love it. Yeah, like Batman uses like an IV to to withdraw some of his own blood into like those medical sacks and then like throws them to Joker to drink from. And I will say to be fair, that sounds really bad with modern Joker how dark he is, but like it wasn't really like that yet and it kind of worked for that movie. <laughs> yeah, like there were this is goofy like that fucking uh dreadlocked uh straitjacket barefoot Joker that they were going for. If we're going by, like, vampire rules, he could have just thrown a bunch of coins on the ground. You don't need- why use your- that's just weird, Batman. (laughs) He wasn't one to, like, kill the Joker. He was trying to kill Dracula so he could cure the people the Joker- the the people that uh, Dracula had turned into vampires. He was holding the the Joker hostage- like, captive, rather. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was just, like, a distraction thing that you were describing. 
No, no, he he was he was feeding him because he's like he had him as a prisoner in the Batcave. Um. Anyway, so so TJ, who again is just as smart as Batman, world's greatest detective. Um. <laughs> he solves the the riddle, and then he sees uh Erutan, Uh. I almost said Alucard. He sees Erutan like outside, and we're shown that when Cassie looks outside, Erutan is not there. Um. And she's just like, well, what's he doing? See, uh, I, so I, just, TJ- I just at this point in the show, I had attributed that to like Erutan's teleportating constantly, but I guess it does kind of a little bit hint at that. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So TJ goes out there and he sees Erutan running around, and he chases him down. How do y'all uh, feel about uh, TJ's uh, necklace on turtleneck look? It's fine. I don't like how it's poking out of the turtleneck. It's either got to be all the way out or all the way yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> tuck it in or tuck it out, buddy. I mean, no, it's in between. It's all the way out in the next scene. So. No, it's it's just in the front. It is, but if you look at the back, it's like tucked no, it's into all the, the back way out and... in the next scene. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, never mind then. <laughs> I didn't Boom. notice that. Roasted. <laughs> um. So. So TJ chases him down to the Angel Grove beach. It's the beach we see all the fucking time. Whenever we need a shot at the beach, this is where we go. And we need a shot of the beach because of what happens next. <laughs> because of what happens. Because TJ's like, hey, Erutan, I just want to thank you. And Erutan's like, what, thank me? No, thank you, TJ. And he teleports out and he's fucking, fucking alien ranger's <laughs> ass standing on the water. <laughs> Why not thank your pal Jesus, TJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm here to tell you about the Lord God. We're doing a hard pivot to lead up to In Space where we meet God in heaven. It's what I assume In Space is about. Yeah. By the way, so, we see a behind shot here of TJ and the necklace is not all the way out. Fuck y'all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he's like, I am the wind and the water and the earth and the woods and the fire and... All that good stuff. I'm, I'm, all the, I'm all the natural nature elements. All of them, all packed in the one boy. Yep, all packed <laughs> in the one little I blonde believe kid. Save the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is when uh, Lord Litter, Elgar, and Sopranotron show up with a fucking fishing net. That's how you catch spirits. Is your fishing net? <laughs> yep. And he's like, "Hey, here, because here's the Red Ranger. Let's have a little fun." And uh, Lord Litter's like, nope, 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 we need to get the kid. And I, I forget exactly what happens, but they, they just decide to run just away. Just leave, you have a teleport, and then TJ's in the command center like, hey, what's up with this boy, Aritan? What's up with this boy? Yeah, I got I got a boy problem? <laughs> not, not, not a romantic thing, it's just I have a problem, and the problem is a boy. If any, Anyway... So boy problems, am I right? Yeah, relatable content. So yeah, he tells it, it again, kind of getting what we were talking about. He tells Alpha and and uh, Demetria yeah. ne- ne- necklace watch. It is all the way out here. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> God. Uh, is it Demetria? I'm blanking on the name it's of the Demetria. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah okay. Demetria. All right. Yeah, he tells them like, "Hey, here's this. Here's this kid. Here's what I saw." And like they believe him, but they're also like, we don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, Divatox is probably gonna try and capture him. And like, uh, Tizi's just really worried about this kid. He's like, God, where could he be? He cares so much for Ayutan. Yeah, as we fade to commercial, and 
Uh, and as we fade back in, we're back to the Bulk and Skull plot, and this is one of my favorite scenes. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Because Bulk and Skull are doing the paper route thing again on a motorcycle, and Bulk is suddenly <laughs> insanely good at this. The way, the way is, they're doing it, like... From a filmmaking perspective, is they're like yanking the <laughs> newspapers on strings out of the mailboxes, and then they reverse the shot, so they like fucking magnetically go into the hand and whatnot. Oh, definitely. But we we get shots of newspapers going straight into mailboxes. We see shots of guys in bathrobes with cups of coffee walking out onto the porch, and the newspaper landing unfolded in their hand for them to read. It's so good. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "Thanks, guys," and comes back in. It's the best. <laughs> Yeah, and Bulk's just like, I'm falling asleep over here, Skull, go faster. And you think, you think that's the setup for Skull to start going too fast for Bulk to handle and for everything to go wrong. But no, they're just really, really good at this, apparently. They found their calling. Practice. But so we also see TJ uh, running by because, you know, as established, his jogging in the morning exercise routine just goes past their paper route. Uh, And this transitions us back into... I think basically the same spot in the woods we've been to like five times yeah. now. Uh, but yeah, he's he's on his jog and he's like, while I'm here, I better see if Aryutan's here. And like, so TJ, like Aryutan shows up and TJ tries to give him this speech. It's like, Aryutan, there's evil forces coming to catch you. You should probably go into hiding. And Aryutan's like, yeah, well, they're also coming for you, TJ. Are you going to go for into hiding? And no, he's no like, I think they're just coming for you, buddy. That was their explicit <laughs> stated goal. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, like, kind of, like, always after the Power Rangers as well. Kind of both. Yeah. But the point Aerie 10 is making is, like, well, listen, you're not going to go run and hide because you have to be a Power Ranger. And I'm not going to run and hide because I have to be the little magic boy in the woods because reasons. Hmm. And then as they're having this heart-to-heart talk. We all have our, listen, TJ, we all have our places to be, our, our parts to play in this, in this world and display that we call existence. <laughs> and, and the role I have to play is to stand on this obvious trap and make sure no one litters. <laughs> yeah. So Elgar and Lord Litter jump out of the fucking bushes and are like, now. And then a fucking net lifts up and captures mm-hmm. this all-powerful nature spirit child and we have with a, a great, tiny net. We have a great line read of TJ going, it's a trap! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a so fucking... good. This is better than Admiral Akbar. <laughs> this spirit who, like, is presumably intangible or can disappear, can summon lightning and wind and animals, is just hopeless and useless against this one simple net. No one ever (laughs) expects a net. But, yeah, so he... TJ starts fighting all these Piranatrons and Eryutan is just stuck. He's wiggling around. He's like, I I can't get down. And then TJ calls for the other rangers uh, over his communicator and they are there instantly. Like, holy shit. Uh, The other rangers show up and we have this big morphed fight and what's funny is, so TJ explicitly tells uh, Cassie when she sews up that he needs her to shoot down the net because Eryutan's in there. But she can't see Eryutan. She just knows there's an empty net. TJ, and that's TJ, a net full of full leaves. Full of leaves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's full of leaves. And TJ just cares a hell of a lot about cutting this net down for some reason. But she doesn't question it. She just shoots it down. 
Uh, and so, yeah, the, the fight continues. Yeah, well, this is where we get confirmation that Aerie is invisible to the other rangers because TJ runs up to, like, be like, Aerie are you all right? And then um, uh, Carlos sees TJ talking to no one, so... He's like, TJ, what What are you doing? Uh, but again, like that's about the extent of it. We just established that they can't see him, and then nothing else will come of it. Uh, so it's time for this monster to come out here. And so, so far we've just seen him like throw newspapers around, this right? This is the best attack. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably the extent of his powers. Well, first he shoots some lasers just to get the rangers into position. And then once, once the uh, Piranatrons get out of the way, it's just him across from the rangers... He shoots rotoscoped trash cans out of his hands, and the rangers suddenly have trash cans around their waists, <laughs> except for and they Tia, can't except move. Except for Justin, who's just in the, the trash can the whole way of his like, legs sticking out, and it's so funny. Yeah, he's like stuffed down a trash can butt first, like a bully <laughs> threw him in there. Where he belongs. <laughs> like, this is, this is a genuinely hilarious shot, seeing these stunt actors struggle against these trash can props. I love it so much. And so it's time for Aryutan to here's the thing. Aryutan like they the dialogue has said like oh he's this really powerful spirit of nature or whatever. But up until this point, we've only seen him like blow leaves around and shit, right? He fucking riding from Mortal Kombat summons lightning. Like, he sticks his hand out into the sky and screams, and the heavens rain down with their fury and blow the shit out of this monster. Yeah, and it's like and something like a, else. And like I said, the actor, like, he's he's really putting his all into it. He's like, like Dragon Ball Z screaming. It's like really awesome and I love it and it's hilarious. And so here's here's a weird thing and a theory that I have. Uh-huh. Because once he does this lightning power, and for the rest yeah. of the scene, Aryutan's actor's hair is wet. I think they originally planned for this shot with all the lightning to also have rain. I think they were planning to rotoscope rain in with the lightning, or and then just decided not to after the fact. But now this kid's hair is just wet. If it weren't for the fact that this is Power Rangers and they definitely did one take, I'd say they fucked up the take where they had the rain machine on real bad and they couldn't rent it for any longer. And he had and he went to dry clothes, but his hair is still wet, kind of thing. Even yeah, that, or he's really, really sweaty. But it's it's very, very <laughs> obvious. Because this kid, up until this shot, has... I mean, he's got fucking 90s hair. It's all feathered and poofy, and, like, it sticks way up. But, like, from this moment on, his hair is just slicked down like he's had a bucket of water dumped on his head. Um, That's how he looks so, when he's low MP, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how you tell that your, your fucking forest spirit... Uh, is is healthy as his hair poofs, and when he's worn down, he can't sustain it anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the rangers summon the turbine laser, uh, which is is a thing, uh, Holly, in case you didn't know. That's a thing they can do. Um, and yeah, so they summon the turbine laser and shoot the shit out of the monster. And like that... It kind of just works. Like, that's just kind of enough, because this monster's not very good at his job, really. What I find interesting is that the, the blast doesn't explode. It kind of just hits him and then keeps going. Yeah, it knocks him Presumably over. Presumably murders ball someone just... else. <laughs> it fucking pinballs off into the <laughs> stratosphere. Yeah, who knows where that energy ball goes. Maybe it burns a forest down. I it don't downs, know. It downs an airplane. It's very tragic. <laughs> 
But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so Divatox is like, ah, fuck. So this is something we've actually seen a few times now, is Divatox just increasingly being like, I don't want to bother with this, but it's it's the way we do things. It's that point in the show. Just it's fire the, the torpedoes. Missiles, just do it. But here. It's a, yeah. Listen, it's just, I've got torpedoes and I got a monster that's on the ropes. Just fucking grow them. I don't care. I do like, really like the image. very much here. Like, she's just like, oh, you know what to do. Yeah. I do really like the image of this shitty monster going, come to Papa. And then on the next frame, there's just a huge explosion. It's really great. Uh, yeah. So he gets big. And uh, they summon... So Okay, so they don't all summon the Zords. What happens is TJ notices Erutan lying on the ground, uh, just really worn out and beaten and soaking wet for some reason. And <laughs> TJ's just like, you, all got, you guys all go summon the Zords and fight. I gotta help this kid. And they, they see him like pantomime, like this invisible... We get shots of him just pantomiming, trying to help this invisible kid. And they're just like... You got it, TJ, and then they just mm-hmm. go have the sword fight without him. Yeah, and they don't even like form the Megazord without him. They just have like their their humanoid versions of their swords hold the finishing move guns and blast this guy away. So they really don't need the Megazord at all. Yeah, it feels like this whole thing with TJ being the one who sees Aryutan is was just a just a really contrived yeah it's gotta be the only reason to, it's there yeah, yeah. although yeah, I, just I, just to explain why the red ranger isn't in the zord fight yeah i do welcome the fact that i finally am on an episode where the fight doesn't end with the fucking big spinny that the megazord always does but that's the best well, oh i love the big mm-hmm. spinny yeah it's cool but i've seen it twice <laughs> in a row so far. I, I could watch that forever <laughs> it is very funny I, I love the spin dimension. It's very good. But yeah, uh, as as Emily said, the the four the four swords that are there, they go to their their standing human form, and they get the two guns. And actually, to compensate for the fact that they're not full Megazord size, they pair off, and each of them like each of them shares the burden of yeah. holding one of the guns on their shoulder with one of the other swords, mm-hmm. which is kind of an interesting setup. And then yeah, they just blow the shit out of this monster and it fucking dies. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and again in the now. car in the car ranger why they don't have the whole zords is because the the red racer had fought the monster unmorphed and was fucking like winded. He was not ready to fight. <laughs> kind of thing. So we we go back down to 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 street level and TJ has unmorphed and we get this extremely emotional scene as TJ like flying. Yeah, the is fucking turning see through, and TJ's like, "Are you are you gonna be okay?" He's like, "I don't know, probably." Anyways, <laughs> bye. Yeah, he just kind of leaves. There's not really a ending to this. He doesn't die. He doesn't like say I'm gonna be reborn or anything. He just kind of leaves, and I, I just love the scene from the other Rangers' perspectives <laughs> of him talking <laughs> vaguely at a tree. Yeah. Yeah. He gives this kind of speech about, like, as long as there are people to protect the woods like you, I'll be fine someday. He tries to do the whole, like, Lorax thing of, like, maybe I'm dying now, but you kids, if you go out there and you pick up litter, the forest will be fine. That's literally all you have to do. Don't worry about trying to make any systemic changes or doing any politics. Just pick up trash. I'll be fine. That maybe I'm dying now that you said had very, had the same energy as... Uh, had the same energy as you think you're ghosts now. Like, <laughs> I felt like so, I'm like, 
okay, you're dying now. And what's gonna happen? Like, are you gonna die more later? Okay. <laughs> um. So okay, we cut. Listen, as, I'm not we funny all the time. I'm funny <laughs> like one okay. percent. It's all right. Uh, so we cut to maybe the most angry I've been at the show ever. Oh, yeah. Oof. So we God. cut to Bulk and Skull, and we see that they are doing an even better job than they were before. They're fucking speed running this paper route. Oof. Bulk's just hucking newspapers. Hua, 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 hua. They're going exactly where they need to go. They're incredible. It's superhuman. They are the best at this newspaper thing. And this guy, this fucking guy in a dumb hat comes out and is like, you guys stop, 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 stop. And they're like, what? What's wrong? We're doing perfect. And he's like, you're no, you're fired. fired. Because like, you, the paper boys, didn't sell the subscriptions, which is not your fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you, yeah, he's like, the customers love us. We're unbelievably awesome at this. And he's like, they love you because you haven't made them pay. And it's like, that's not that's what not paper how, boys do. So. Yeah, that's not how paper routes work. So, um, I don't give the mailman 25 cents whenever he brings me my copy of the Boston Globe that I'm not getting because I don't get the newspaper. This, <laughs> this is how paper routes either used to work or work in some places. Uh, I know this because I knew people who used to work as paper delivery you have to go there like once a week to everyone's houses to like get the money. If I don't know why they don't do it by like credit card or phone, but in a lot, especially smaller communities, smaller routes, it's like, yeah, no, you go there once a week or once a month and you knock on the doors and you ask for the money for the next month. I. I, I still hate it. No, <laughs> that's like, fair. Yeah. But, but like, presumably, they should have told that to them. Yeah, I should have told it to him. And also, this isn't a small. This is Angel Grove City. So like, I don't know. It just it just seems really weird. And 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 like, they couldn't think of any reason for them to lose this job. So they had to like come up with this, some bullshit. This feels <laughs> to me like one writer who used to be a paper delivery boy and was very upset because of his job and go and ask for money for for doing this so he wrote this whole thing just to like vent out his uh, aggression and frustration like i was so good my throws were perfect but all that the bus cared about was money <laughs> i mean like it feels like this is an easy fix for the guy too just like hey could you get the money now because it's only been three days, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But what's, what bothers me most about this is just this show teases us with, like, finally having something that Bulk and Skull are legitimately great at. Not, not just they think they're good at, but, like, legitimately they are fantastic at this. And then they yank it away because it's Bulk and Skull, and then we have to end on something terrible happening to them and them I'm losing their jobs. so upset. I'm just so fucking upset. Yeah, and it's... it's. It, I know it's a consequence of, like, we're not consuming the show the way that it's intended. We're, we're marathoning it, we're seriously analyzing it, we're watching it as adults, and we've grown way more attached to Bulk and Skull as characters than anyone was ever meant to. But still, this fucking sucks, y'all. It sucks so much. I feel so bad for them. They did such a good job. Yeah. Just let my boys be happy. 
Just let our good boys be happy. Well, we know <sighs> we know one boy who's happy because as the episode ends, we see TJ running through the woods again, and he thinks he sees Ergutan, but it's a doe, and I think that doe is Ergutan. <laughs> I think that Aerutan became a doe. <laughs> on the one hand, that seems to be what the the that's that's what the cinematic language is telling us. But also, I'm not sure Power Rangers is smart enough to do that. <laughs> you know, I guess I've become a sprightly spirit of the forest. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> it just TJ looks and he smiles and runs off, and I don't know. Yeah, if this this is my favorite episode we've done ever it's, it's so, shows it's so up five stupid. episodes from now and it's just like <laughs> oh gonna be real i've been uh feeding this deer i thought was you <laughs> <laughs> i've been calling it area tan it'd honestly be weird to start calling it something else at this point <laughs> i like really thought it was you my bad <laughs> ah but okay so that's that's that I, d- I don't have any questions or anything so Fucking Holly, you got anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, you can uh, listen to my voice on uh, the podcast that I host, uh, Lupin Lottery, where we watch every episode of Lupin the Third in a completely random order, predetermined by computer. And the most ep- recent episode we watched of that was extremely bad. It's like one of the infamously bad ones. Yay! Um, it's about a fucking cat that eats pencil shavings, and that's what? yeah, that no. Uh, Listen, it doesn't make much more sense in context. It still sounds less bad than the other one you were describing a while back that was like a, a like Nazi apology or something. Oh listen, the only, it's in the mm-hmm. it's in the category of episodes that are horrible but not morbidly abhorrent. Okay. Um, uh and the other show, which I do with our friend Julie, um the disc course, uh, yeah. where we are going through every Discworld book in order, in regular order. Because that's probably how you should do books. Yeah. Um, that one, I don't... We 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 have like a two-month buff, buffer on that, so I think we'll be uploading the last part of the second book by the time this is up. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Alright, cool. And you can find my Twitter, uh, Twitter doc, um, at ChumPersonable on Twitter. And that's it. Alright. Uh, Fabby, anything you want to plug? Fabby? Maybe. Fabby underscore Garza on Twitter.com. You can also find me on Island Playtest, but I'm sure Mike will talk about that more. Mm And you can also find me occasionally at uh, um, Strangers Fiction. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun playing stuff there with Cassidy and other peeps. Uh, it's it's a fun time. If you like uh, actual play shows that are a little bit more casual and we're just playing mostly one-shots, uh, a campaign here or there, uh, I I really recommend it. Uh, other than that, do I have anything else? Oh, it's my birthday month. Oh shit! Be nice Wonderful. to me. Happy birthday uh, month! I'm the most important person that you know. Also, Fat Bear Week just ended, so you should be extra nice to me. <laughs> I'm the most important bear I've that seen, you know. I've seen um, posts about that, yeah. and apparently, one of the fattest bears is named Holly, which is wild. 
mood. Uh, I, I am the most important fat bear, and I, I will fight all the other fat bears. I'll, I'm sure I'll be able to beat them with my hands. Your bear claws. Um, that you have. My bear meow, like bears. <laughs> I, I mean, recently, for, for reasons... Uh, pro- for professional reasons, I had to Google what sounds a bear makes, and it turns out it's the same sounds a dog makes, but like woof and bark, bark. Uh, whimper sometimes. Yeah. So bark. I, I just feel more comfortable meowing. Oh, Holly, I'm do whatever you want, girl. Like, yeah, like, if you want to be a bear who meows, yeah. do it. <laughs> Holly was actually beaten in yesterday's <laughs> rung. Never Aww. mind. Oh. Holly. Hashtag justice for Holly. For you. Um, Emily, how about you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at this is Emeralds. Um, I'm doing a lot of tweeting about Genshin Impact, so if you're like that, you'll see a lot of that there. Um, I, and I will be streaming uh, on this is at um, this is Emeralds.twitch.tv. Uh, every Sunday, I'm going to try to stream some Final Fantasy. I skipped this Sunday, but. Um, I did last one, and I'm probably doing the upcoming one that this episode comes out on. Uh, also, I want to do a shout out to a uh, listener, Lizzie, who sent me a copy of Skies of Arcadia for the GameCube. That oh, was incredibly nice. cool of oh, you. Heck yeah. So thank you so much, Lizzie. They they mentioned they were a lis- that she was a listener, and uh, I thought I'd give her a shout out on the podcast. <laughs> heck yeah! All right, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. Uh, you can also uh, hear me on Eidolon Playtest, uh, as alluded to earlier. It's here on Audio Entropy and at uh, patreon.com slash Playtest. It is an actual play podcast uh, that a bunch of us are making to playtest a game system that Luke and Molly made, uh, inspired by uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Persona. It's extremely good. I'm really proud of it. Uh, I like. I feel like we're making some real good shit over there. Uh, definitely give it a listen if you haven't. Uh, shit is getting real. Uh, and uh, additionally, th- no. What are you talking about? <laughs> everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah. No one. Yeah, no. Nothing bad. D- don't worry about it. Uh, while we're at it, uh, while we're plugging stuff, this is not a personal plug, but uh, folks, if you've been listening to this and you want, you want to hear a podcast about some good, good tokusatsu, you want to hear that good shit. Uh, speaking of Luke and Molly, and our friend Ashley as well, the folks over at Totally Reprise, uh, slash a bunch of other names they've done, they, they are continuing again, uh, along their thematically sound and logically consistent progression, uh, where they finished Totally Spies, and then did Spy Kids, and then did the Cars movies, and then did The Prisoner, and then did Over the Garden Wall, and I think that all flows logically, and it, like, it's an obvious A to B, right? Uh, yeah, no, perfect. Yeah, that makes logical sense. And of course, they have, uh, they have moved on to the next logical step uh, in that sequence. They're talking about Common Rider Forze. Uh, fucking fan favorite season of Common Rider, Common Rider Forze. Uh, and I know that for a lot of our friends, if someone recommends people get into Toku, that's usually the the first thing they recommend is Common Rider Forze. Um, and yeah, so if you've been thinking about that, now's a good time. They're doing they're doing podcast about it here on Audio Entropy. Uh, what, what is the name they What is the name they gave uh, this the the series? Common Repriser Forze, right? Christ. Uh, 
yeah, so definitely uh, check it's, that out, and you can you can see the ongoing adventures of a really good good boy who goes to the moon. Gonna say not as tortured as the reprise in her. Yeah, yeah. Few things are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the being the best one was life as a reprise way. That that was my favorite. Um, just for just for how fucking dumb that Cars is. Anyway, so uh, this is getting rambly. So let's wrap this up. Any final thoughts anybody has before we start signing off? No. So it, it looks like there's a good chance Sosa Hayes might return to the wings. Because we're playing them again, okay, and um, the microphone might happen. <laughs> yeah, just gonna just gonna cut us off right there. So, mm-hmm. uh, send all baseball questions at teenagers teens no. with two on Twitter or teenagers who had to Title uh, baseball for Favi. Uh, please send like. 300, 500 emails? Here's, here's the, here's the rule Fabby, I'm going to set. You can't just make a... I'm going to set. If, if you send us baseball questions to the official, like, like Teenagers with Attitude stuff, uh, at Teens with Attitude on Twitter, Teenagers with Attitude Facebook group, teenswithattitude at gmail.com, you send baseball questions there, that stuff you're sending to Zach. And as far as I'm concerned, Zach's the only one who's allowed to try to answer them. And he'll <laughs> have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, I'm going to answer them. You can control me. Fabi, you know you can just make a baseball podcast. You could just do no, that. No, that requires like editing and like no. This is the baseball podcast. God. This is it. I'm sorry <laughs> if you don't want to get off. We're on the baseball. I mean, listen. Now. I know editing podcasts is a tremendous pain in the ass. That's why we appreciate Eric mm-hmm. so much, and it's it's why I try yeah. not to do that anymore. Anyway, welcome to Baseballers with Incinerations. Uh, the main Welcome podcast and goodbye for because I'm doing the sign off now, Fabby. Fabby, please. For, for you cannot mute Fabby's track. <laughs> for, for teenagers with attitude, I've been Mike. I've been Emily. I will not be fun. And I've been Holly. <laughs> and may the power protect you always. <laughs> God. Blaze Mob Blaze Mob Fabi's Blaze Mob Bonanza